Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire, and I am so excited to have another conversation with you today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and even years to come. Over the last several months, I have been on a unique and new to me journey. I've entered new arenas of work, I've taken more chances, and I've allowed myself to quote-unquote not fully know what's next for me. This has honestly been really, really challenging. As someone who loves to have a plan and doesn't really like failure, the last six months have required a lot of faith and risk-taking on my part. I expected when I started to, you know, take more steps of faith and took more risks, I knew it was going to be a little scary and a little uneasy. So I kind of expected that. But what I didn't expect in all of this were these feelings of being misunderstood or the feelings of wanting so badly to be understood. This was kind of spurred on a few months back when a well-meaning individual shared with me that I confused them. And when this person shared that, I was kind of taken aback. So I asked this person in return, what do you mean I confuse you? The person went on to share that they can't keep up if I'm a pastor, a coach, a counselor, a podcaster, or what, but my life was just really confusing to them and that they couldn't understand all that I do and why I do what I do. Even as I'm just sharing that, my heart sinks. And in that moment when this individual shared that, my heart sank. I began to ask myself, how many other people feel or think this way? Am I a walking, talking oxymoron? Like these were the thoughts that were going through my head was, do I look stupid to a watching world, I guess? Do I sound dumb? Do I sound insincere do I I don't know like it was just all of these questions of gosh I just want to be understood was at the core of it and maybe you've experienced something like this too is that in your season or whatever choices that you've made um, your life doesn't always make sense or doesn't feel like it makes sense to onlookers or to not even just like onlookers like on the extended like rungs of your life but to those who also have like an upfront seat to your life that life doesn't make sense to them that it feels like you're misunderstood and I wish I could say that that moment with that individual was isolated of saying that I mean this individual is probably the most forthright saying I confuse them um But I've had questions like that in my life really over the last couple of years of, hey, Anna, are you still in ministry? Um, What is it that God's called you to do? Are you uh, happy? I mean, just questions of, you know, I think it's sincere, but feeling really misunderstood that, yes, like I'm incredibly happy. Yes, I'm in a really healthy season. Yes, I am still in ministry. Yes, I am a counselor. Yes, I decided to have a podcast. And yes, I am a mom and a wife. And I'm a part of other nonprofit 
work and I'm passionate about all of it. And I can see how it can be confusing, but it doesn't change the fact that I so badly want to be understood by people. My mentor and friend of mine, I shared with her this experience of the individual sharing with me that I confused them. And my mentor and friend, she asked me why this experience hurt so badly for me, why it really shook me and and made my heart sink. And in short, I shared with her, well, I want to be loved. I want to be celebrated just like everyone else on planet Earth. I want to be seen as good. And because of that, I, I want to be understood. She then asked me a wonderful follow-up question. She asked, how does it feel to have to prove yourself in this way? How does it feel to want to prove that you are good? To prove that what you do makes sense? To prove that what you do deserves to be celebrated. And when she asked that, my heart sank again because it was like a light bulb moment for me. And this big awakening of, oh my goodness, it's exhausting. And not only is it exhausting trying to be understood by others, but it's really passion robbing. Like it robs me of feeling confident and authentic to move forward into what it is I feel called and designed to do. I hope you can even hear the passion in my voice of what it woke up in me. That question of how does it feel to have to prove yourself in this way that you are good, that you work hard, and that your life is consistent and congruent and full of integrity. And I'm telling you, once I began to see this is exhausting and passion robbing, there began to be a shift in my heart and in my attitude. There began to be a shift in my heart and in my attitude when I began to ask myself, how does it feel to have to prove myself to people? How does it feel on a daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly basis to show that, quote unquote, I am good, that what I am doing is good, that it is valuable? I had to remind myself of what I do know and what I've placed in my life that keeps me in line with my purpose. I had to remind myself that, no, this is what I do. This is what God has designed me for. I have been designed to be a part of the local church and to be a part of the mental health circles and to help invest in women in ministry. And and I feel called to be a mom and a wife. And I like podcasting and writing and doing all of these things. And it doesn't have to make sense to everybody else, but this is what I feel called to do. And when I lean into, my goodness, I've, I've got to work to be understood. I've got to work to prove myself to the onlookers. Uh, it's exhausting. And it robs me of leaning into what it is I'm passionate about. Maybe as you're listening today, you're like, yep, I feel this, Anna. I want to be understood. I feel misunderstood in a lot of ways. Maybe as you navigate this desire, like I have to, what I reminded myself in this time may be helpful to you. I got off the phone with my mentor and friend, which I'm really actually excited she's going to be on later this season. Um, So you'll get to meet her. Uh, When I got off the phone with her, 
She said, you need to lean into what you know to be true. And you need to listen to the voices or the most important ones in your life. So I sat down and I began to reflect. And I began to see, okay, this is how I can remember in moments where I want to be understood that, and maybe that I'm misunderstood, that I've got levels of people and accountability and practices in my life that keep me in tune and on point and in my lane with my purpose. So that even if I'm misunderstood, that doesn't mean I'm missing the mark. It doesn't mean that my life is meaningless or that it's idle or coasting along in that moment. So as I was navigating this being misunderstood, the first thing I leaned into as I looked at the accountability in my life. Several years ago, I made the distinct and very intentional decision to create more accountability in my life. Accountability for my character, accountability for who I am as a wife and also as a mom, accountability for who I am as a pastor, for who I am as a counselor, for who I, for who I am as a friend. Uh, part of this desire for more accountability flowed from seeing many individuals whom I respect make decisions that were so painful, not only for them, but also for their loved ones and those that they did life with. So I sat down, this was in the spring of 2019, I sat down and I thought through the most important people in my life and the people I most want to honor and make proud. So I was kind of making it like this accountability circle that I was thinking through. And then I actually stole this language from Maria Goff. She calls it her life board. And that's what I call it now for me. It's my life board. Just like you have like a a board of directors for like a college or a university or school board or whatever it may be. I have a life board. And some of these people I have formally asked to be on my life board. And some of them it's been informal, but they know um, that, they have accountability in my life. And there are 12 people on my life board. And these people arrange from immediate family members to, of course, my husband, to some of my very best friends, to two members or two mentors, I should say, and two pastors uh, that I walk very closely with. And so these are uh, my, this is my life board. And these people have permission to ask me any question at any time and bring to light things that I may be missing in my life, blind spots in my life. They have very clear permission to ask me the hard questions, to uh, help me survey what's going on in my heart, in my mind, in my life, in my decision making. So over the last six months, I've gone to just about every single one of these people And I've shared with them where my heart, my passion, and my head is at. And I've asked for their insight and to share with me what they see, what's happening in my life. And what I found in this moment is there was a lot of affirmation, validation, and a lot of wise counsel. Some, hey, maybe you can shift this. Hey, why don't you try leaning into this refining part of your heart? Again, very affirming, validating, and I would say correcting counsel. It was, it's been so good. And I have to remember that when I'm misunderstood, 
whose voices are most important in my life. And I would say to you, if you're wanting to make an impact in the world around you, if if you are just a walking, talking, breathing human being, you have a purpose. And I believe if you want to walk in that purpose, it's so important to have accountability. Set up the accountability in your life for a plethora of reasons to protect your character, to protect your decision makings, your your behavior, your attitude, your heart, so that you can thrive and walk in your purpose. But also, here's the benefit of when you're misunderstood. You can go to people who have your not only your back, but have your heart, and you can check in with them and you can say, Am I am I on the right path? Am I on the right path? Now, did I go to every single one of these people in one day and say, all right, let me do a questionnaire. Um, Will you fill this out about me? No, it was this conversation of, hey, this is what I feel like God's leading me to do in this season. Um, This is where my heart is. This is where my mind is. Can you give me some feedback? And again, out of that, it was so affirming, validating, and I got some great counsel. And these are the voices that matter. I was understood by them. These are the people that matter. So if I could encourage you, if you're navigating feelings of being misunderstood or wanting to be understood, set up realms of accountability in your life. People that you feel safe with. People who have your back and have your best interest at heart and check in with them. These are the voices that matter. And I had to remind myself of that. I need to remember the voices that matter most to me. This individual who we don't walk closely with, though the words were challenging for me, and this person's heart was not necessarily in a wrong place by asking me that, um, their voice isn't the most important to me. My life board's voice is the most important to me. So that's the first thing I did is I, I checked in with my accountability. I leaned into my life board. The second thing that I did was I had to remember that being understood is a want, not a need. I'm going to say that again. Being understood is a want, not a need. Does being understood feel good? Yes. Do I desire it? Yes. As I'm even recording this episode, yes, I want to be understood Is it possible to continue to move forward without it? Yes, it is possible to continue on mission, to live in purpose without it. One thing that I find really interesting, I've been reading through the book of Matthew and Jesus time and time again, he himself was misunderstood. You see, when uh, Andrew says to him in scripture, Jesus, if you just give us another sign, then we'll know that you're from the Father. And Jesus is like, what? Have I not walked with you? Like, do you not understand who I am yet? Or when Jesus is telling them, hey, I'm going to die. And in three days, I'm going to rise again. And then Peter pulls him off to the side and rebukes Jesus and says, stop saying that. You're crazy. And Jesus had to rebuke him back and say, Peter, you got to listen. Jesus was misunderstood time and time again. He was misunderstood as a a demon if you see the pharisees thought thought that he was like the king of demons Uh, he was misunderstood by Pilate. he was misunderstood by so many people but you know what he still lived out his purpose he still lived out his mission 
And that fires me up because I can remember that being understood is a want, not a need. Even though I'm misunderstood, that doesn't take away the ability for me to keep moving forward. It doesn't take away my ability to continue on the mission that God has given me. And again, I hope you hear this like fire in my belly today because this has been so Uh, personal for me and not just for my personal life but as I talk to other individuals this is something that is so prevalent when you're walking in purpose and you're walking in mission is that there's this uh, mis uh, understanding for individuals and it hurts and it's heavy and sometimes it can feel like it, it robs us of moving forward but truly It's a want, not a need. We can still move forward. I've got to remember that. I have to come back to this time and time again. Being misunderstood is a want, not a need. Does it feel good? Yes. Do I desire it? Yeah. But is it possible to continue forward without it? Yes. And the person who inspires me most with that is Jesus himself. Jesus himself. You can, I, I mentioned Matthew. You can read all the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can even read parts of the New Testament uh, where Paul's writings are talking about Jesus and how the, the church or different people misunderstood Jesus. Jesus himself was misunderstood, but he moved forward with grace and bravery and courage in his mission. So that's the second thing that I lean into, remembering being understood is a want, not a need. And then the third thing, there's only one person that truly knows my heart. There's only one person that truly knows my heart. So my response in moments where I feel misunderstood and I want to be understood, I tell myself I have to get into the word. I have to get into the Bible, the scriptures. And here's the deal is when I look at scripture I ask myself, when things I do are being questioned and raised, I ask this question, is my life contradicting scripture in any way? Am I in any way picking and choosing what parts of God's word I apply to my life? Am I excusing any part of scripture because I'd rather keep my behavior, belief, or attitude instead of God's way of living? God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And his word helps me see the the true nature of my heart and my motivation. So I get into the word. I get into the word and I ask those questions. Is my life contradicting to scripture? Am I dismissing or excusing any part of scripture because I'd rather keep my behavior, my beliefs, or attitude? Am I picking and choosing what parts of God's word I apply to my life? And this one is is challenging and difficult, but there, this is the way to really get to the heart of my motivation and my attitude and to see, am I really living on purpose? There's only one that truly knows my heart, and that is God himself. And he uses his word to show me what's going on in my heart. And so there's times where I do go to scripture and it does correct me. Of, oh, yep, I'm off here. Yeah, I gotta, I've got to correct this. i got to pivot on this. And there's other times where it's confirming to me. Yep, I'm doing what the Lord's asked me to do. I'm walking in what it is he's created me to walk in. 
What I'm learning more and more in this season is that when I want to be understood by others, I often freeze. I often stop doing. I become inauthentic. I put on a mask instead of putting on my passion. And I'm so thankful for my friend's question. That was that light bulb for mo- light bulb moment for me. But if I'm honest with you, that light bulb flickers on and off from time to time still. It's so incredibly hard. It's challenging to not want to be understood constantly. But can I tell you, it's so worth intentionally leaning into this. So here's the three things just to review them that have been so helpful for me to not freeze, not to not become inauthentic, to not put on a mask instead of uh, putting on my passion. The first is I lean into my accountability and my life board. The second thing is I remember that being understood is a want, not a need. And the third thing is there's only one that truly knows my heart and that's God. And he uses scripture to reveal to me what's going on in my heart. If I'm walking in my true passion and purpose, if I'm walking in what he's designed me to walk in. Friend, if you're in a place right now where you feel misunderstood, where you feel like parts of your life are constantly coming into question, but you you feel steadfast that this is where God has called you to be. Can I encourage you, go to your accountability, go to people whose voice that matters, invite them in, ask them questions, let them speak to what's going on in your heart and your head and your passions and see how they bring uh, their wisdom and their insight and any kind of validation or affirmation or um, correcting counsel they bring along. Get into accountability. The second thing is uh, remember, being understood is a want, not a need. Does it feel so good and does it hurt? Yes, to not be understood. Yes, it does at times. But can I remind you that it's possible to move forward without it? And the third thing is um, go to the place that knows your heart, that can reveal your heart. Go to scripture. Ask questions. Is my life contradicting scripture in any way? And then also see, man, is my life um, in line with scripture? And you can find that as validating and encouraging Friend, I want you to know that I am always in your corner and I'm cheering you on as you walk in what God has designed you to do. God has designed you to do. I believe in the mission and the gifts that he has placed inside of you. So remember, I'm always in your corner and I am cheering you on. And I believe that as you sow intentionally, you will reap abundantly. As you sow intentionally to move past being misunderstood or being caught up by being misunderstood, that you will reap abundantly in confidence and clarity and purpose like you've never experienced before. I love you so much, my friend, and I can't wait to talk to you next week.